Thanks for joining Impact Boom. On this episode is really focused on helping women get in touch with their strengths, but also to articulate and share it in a way that is really aware of the dynamic of the world that we work in. So where we've got systems such as racism or gender inequity at work and those kinds of things, it's about how can we share those skills that we have in a way that helps us navigate through all of those biases and systems that exist. Welcome to impactboom.org. We search the globe to find the people, stories, ideas, and inspiration to help you create maximum positive impact. Each week, Impact Boom brings you thought-provoking interviews with world-leading practitioners passionate about creating positive social change. These designers, social entrepreneurs, educators, innovators, thinkers, and doers share their projects, initiatives, thoughts, and insights on creating a better world. You can find all the stories, links, and other great content at impactboom.org. Follow us on Facebook or Twitter for the latest updates, or subscribe to the newsletter or on iTunes. listening to episode 383 of Impact Boom. My name is Eliana Cruz and I'm passionate about bringing the latest interviews and insights of the Business for Good movement. Today we're speaking with Renee Shea. Renee's purpose is to empower women to understand, believe and trust in their innate strength, talent and values. She believes that organizations that are committed to equity and inclusion know the impact of diverse representation at all levels of the business, from financial performance to workforce innovation, employee satisfaction, retention, growth, and psychological well-being. The benefits go on, yet the gender gap still exists. With an extensive background in human resources, consulting, and coaching women in business, Renee works with future leaders and change makers to build their presence and visibility at work. That is turn supports greater diversity in leadership. She created a powerful platform called Promote Her that focuses on empowering women to define and shine their light. Renee brings together the trifecta of self-confidence, personal brand, and visibility strategies. This enables and supports women to believe in, trust, and articulate their innate strengths, talents, and value in a way that is authentic and relatable while learning to navigate the systems and biases that exist in our workplaces. It is only by recognizing the need for change that together we will give women Women the skills and space to take their turn to write. Renee, it's an absolute pleasure to have you here. Thank you so much for joining us today. No, thank you. So on today's podcast, we will discuss Renee's experience and insight into her work in empowering women to understand, believe, and trust in their innate strengths, talents, and value, and her key learnings after recently participating in the Elevate Plus Accelerator Program. Okay, Renee, so to start off, could you please share a little bit about your background and what led you to your passion in women's personal brand? 
around coaching and career development. Sure. And thank you again for having me along. I think for me, my background started in working in human resources and I did that for many years, mostly in like recruitment and training kind of roles. I had a bit of a career sidestep for a while and I went into working as a portrait photographer, which was a bit of a jump. And I specialized in women's headshots and business brand kind of photos. And when I went into that kind of work, I started to really see how there was an overlap between how women felt about themselves and their confidence in what they could achieve and then how that impacted what their brand was and how they showed up, whether that was for a business that they were running themselves or for their career. If they had, you know, we're working for somebody and we're trying to, you know, climb that corporate ladder, that overlap between how they felt about themselves, what they knew of themselves and their confidence really had a strong impact on how they showed up. And so that kind of really sent me down a very specific path about looking at those three elements and coming up with the need or seeing the need to help women, including myself, because this is my story as well, to really understand and promote what they can do in a really clear way. Excellent. Thank you so much for sharing this with us. As the founder at Promote Her, can you please tell us a little bit more about the project and work that you are involved in? Yeah, sure. So Promote Her is fundamentally hoping to build it or we are building it as a community and a safe space. It will offer or it does offer, I should say, some networking event, online training courses, as well as some face-to-face training courses. The idea is that more than anything else we as women have the skills that we need to do to achieve what we want to achieve right we have the knowledge for work we know what we need to do but sometimes it's that trust in those skills and then the ability to actually confidently get up and share those skills so it's very much about how we share and articulate and think about what we can do there's a gap there that I find about how we how much we trust what we can do and so all of those things whether it's the community whether whether it's the workshops or the online training, is really focused on helping women get in touch with their strengths, but also to articulate and share it in a way that is really aware of the dynamic of the world that we work in. So where we've got systems such as racism or gender inequity at work and those kinds of things, it's about how can we share those skills that we have in a way that helps us navigate through all of those biases and systems that exist. So that's pretty much what Promote Her is about. And that's kind of what we're trying to achieve. Yeah, nice. And uh, what have some of your biggest challenges been on the Promote Her journey so far? And what have you learned as a result? Yeah, I think it's an interesting one. One of the biggest challenges that I've had is that we, generally speaking, of course, I'm generalizing here, we don't like the idea of promoting ourselves. It's an idea or it's a concept that gives us a very icky feeling. We kind of prefer generally to let our work speak for ourselves. There is very much a social belief that if somebody is promoting themselves, then they're kind of bragging or showing off. And so that creates this kind of atmosphere around the work of self-promotion that is like, oh, I don't want to do that, or I don't think I need to do that, or I'm not that kind of person. So I don't want to, I don't want to get involved in those kinds of things. The irony is that the very reason why we find self-promotion icky is because of some of these things that we've been talking about, about the cultural stereotypes about how women 
particularly should behave. So we have this very idea that we shouldn't promote ourselves because of the stereotypes that we are living in and we behave in. And that as a result is having a flow on effect to our careers and businesses. So one of the tricky things has been in really getting in there and being able to think of ways that we can explain what self-promotion is and how it can help you, but also how you're not being a bragging person and how you're not being all of these other icky things that we tend to think of just by doing the behaviors of self-promotion. Yeah, I totally agree with that. And I think it's a beautiful approach to promote us. And having recently finished the Elevate class and sharing your journey in the creation of this beautiful project what were some of the key lessons that came out of the program for you that will be valuable for other impact-led entrepreneurs um good question i think for me one of the key lessons and again i find that there is a lot of i smile at sometimes because there's a bit of an irony and a lot of the lessons that i got out of the program were largely ones about confidence and ones about trusting that i can do what i need to do i think there is generally and this not just for impact-led entrepreneurs but particularly for women entrepreneurs this sense of second guessing the knowledge that we have or second guessing the impact that we can make through our work and I found that one of the biggest challenges that I had to kind of face during that program was trusting that I had done the research, trusting that I did have ideas that were worth sharing. And I think that was one of the biggest challenges that I had. I think the benefit of the program then is that because you were in a room with lots of other people facing the same challenges, you didn't have that sense of being alone. So you weren't facing these challenges on your own and trying to figure out how to deal with them. You could see the journey that other people were going through at the same time. And that's a really important thing, I think, for any any entrepreneur, but especially something in an emerging kind of industry like impact-led businesses that sense of you're not on your own that's amazing yeah thank you so much for sharing this perspective of the program and my next question is what advice would you give to other female founders who are working hard to create a positive impact Ah, it's a big one, isn't it? I There's so much that I could say in this. Um, one of the main ones is trust yourself. Like I was saying before, we have a strong tendency to downplay the skills that we've got or to not trust the experience, the knowledge and the wisdom that we already have. So the first thing would be absolutely to trust yourself and that you do have what it takes. I think that's a really big one. I think one of the other things that I would say is that to lead from the heart and working in any business you need to have a lot of sticking power. You need to really be able to stick through the thick and the thin. And when you're doing work that is very impact focused, sometimes there's a few extra challenges that get thrown your way. So you need to have the resilience to keep going. And that for me, my belief is that that resilience comes really strongly with having a focus on what is the outcome and having an impact that you are trying to achieve that really solely aligns with your values and what's important to you. Because I feel that's where we get a lot of our ability to keep going. That's where we get our persistence from. Yeah. 
Yeah, beautiful. Thank you for sharing this. And what inspiring project or initiatives have you come across recently which are creating positive social change? I tend to do a lot of work with a Brisbane-based not-for-profit here called Ethne. Now, Ethne has a focus where they do work with young women from refugee and migrant backgrounds in helping them with, you know, developing life skills to really take advantage of and live the life that they're dreaming of. I've been doing some work with Ethne recently where we're collaborating to build some programs around helping young women coming out of their tertiary education and helping them with personal branding, with career development strategies, and with establishing networks and mentoring relationships so that we can really get at that level at the beginning of somebody's professional career to help them set themselves up for success. And it's a really um, exciting program because it gets, for me, I get to use um, a lot of the skills and background that I've got within recruitment and within training, but also to overlay that with um, the personal brand stuff. So the knowing yourself, the trusting in your skills, being able to articulate the skills and helping this generation of young women to feel confident in doing that from the start of their career. Not like many of my clients or myself, which is coming to learn these things, you know, in their midlife and their mid-career. So it's exciting to see that with these kinds of skill sets, we could imagine the distance, I guess, that these young women can go in their careers and the changes and impact that they can make in their work. And that to me is super exciting. Yeah, what a great initiatives there. Thank you so much, Renee. And to finish off, what books or resources would you recommend to our listeners? Well, I can't not say the Impact Boom podcast because it's one that I've definitely listened to and dipped in and out of for a number of years now. A couple of other books that have been that I have really resonated with that I would recommend. One is a book by Dr. Tara Rye Trent, who is an author, and she wrote a book called The Awakened Woman. And I think that's one of my, as far as finding the calling of what you want to change in the world, how you want to show up and how you want to make an impact, that was really important for me. Another book by Liz Bohannon is a book called Beginner's Pluck. And she shares her story about starting a for-purpose organization and just some of the challenges that she faced, but also the importance of actually understanding the people who you are trying to make an impact for and really starting to break down some of any sort of bias that you might have internally about the folks that you're trying to support and what might work for them. So that's two different books that really were important in my progress. The other thing I would definitely recommend that you tap into your local business network because they are an amazing resource of information, understanding what's happening locally, but also again, creating a support network around you. We tend to sometimes in impact-led businesses think that we need to connect with other just other impact-led businesses but I think that there's a really strong call for all businesses to be impact-focused and I think the way that we can do that is by creating networks and leaning more into other business groups as well so that we can kind of learn from them and also share some of the knowledge that impact-led businesses have in how they can achieve their goals. I know that's a long answer but the, that's the three things that I would absolutely recommend. Great. Thank you so much, Renee. We will share all the links of these resources in our website. Renee, thank you very much for
for your generous time and insight. We will be so happy to see you again in our next event, the final pitch event of the 11 plus, which is going to be the 15th of June. If you want to get some tickets, we will share the link as well in this article so people can join us and meet another uh, impact-led entrepreneurs. Thank you so much for your time. No worries and thank you. Thanks for listening to Impact Boom. You'll find links to the initiatives, people and resources mentioned in this podcast on impactboom.org. Please leave your comments below and remember, we'll be publishing fresh inspiration and insights to help you create positive impact every week on the website, Facebook page and Twitter.